0: You're listening to Hell of a Business Podcast. In this episode, we talk about the Nordic startup scene, how to create and boost innovation, and the investors' decision making. I'm Sonia Malin, and I'm joined in the studio by Tomosaku Sohara, who is managing partner at Nordic Ninja. Welcome, Tomosaku.
1: Thank you very much. My pleasure. Well, thank you for the invitation. It's really excited to join in.
0: So the name of your venture capital company, Nordic Ninja, that really paints a picture of a, let's say, a not top-notch team of fund managers that move nimbly in shadows and only strike when the timing is exactly right. So uh, would this be an accurate description?
1: Well, actually, Nordic Ninja is kind of a brand name. It's not official name of the companies. Uh, actually, our official uh, name of the company is the JB Nordic Ventures. So J stands for the Japan. Uh, well, V um, stands for the Baltics and mm-hmm. the Nordic Adventures. So the ideal concept of the our our uh, company is kind of making the bridge between the uh, Nordic and Baltic and in Japan. And but the yeah, uh, some of my colleague in uh, the Finnish colleague told me that well, j b Nordic Adventure is not sexy. It's kind of not interesting, not <laughs> okay. exciting. So that's not what sexy. we need to. Combine some kind of a Japan twist, mm. and the, suddenly we came up with idea of the the ninjas because yeah, according to the Finnish and the I mean, ninja is good reputation. It's like a intelligent and a sneaking or I mean loyalty, getting a lot of information secretly. So mm. th- so those yeah, kind yeah. of a concept you have. So so that's why we decided to combine the name of the ninja.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's an excellent name. Okay. Um, So you work in the Nordic as well as for the Baltic countries. So why did you choose this part of the world? I'm just thinking, was it this lovely weather we're experiencing today in Helsinki? It's uh, it's late June and it's raining heavily. Or is it the handy location just right next to the Arctic Circle? (laughs)
1: What's your (laughs) reasoning? Well, first of all, the Nordic Ninja is kind of an independent venture capitals. And backed by actually the four Japanese companies, and well, Japan Bank for International Cooperation, largest Japanese governmental financial institutions and the other three Japanese private tech company, including Honda, Amazon, and Panasonic. And we are focusing for the early stage investors, and with big ambitious and goals to make the world better and interesting. And let me explain a little bit about the Japanese situations. <laughs> Well, thirty years ago in 1989, maybe more than thirty of the world top 50 companies, based on the market capitalizations, were Japanese company. Oh, more than thirty hmm. out of the 50. According to last year's statistics, it shows only one company out of the top 50. It's it's only the Toyota. One of the factor is a syndrome we called Not Invented Here Syndrome. Um, this is kind of a corporate culture that doesn't accept or is not willing to accept exterior or third-party technology or product. So as you can imagine, Japanese companies have a lot of I mean, traditional I mean, legacy. So they don't want to, I mean, get on board with other technologies, right? I mean, they are proud of I mean their technology or their, their products. But recently, many Japanese companies, especially manufacturing companies or hardware companies, what has been led by top management, decided to explore the possibility to collaborate with a startup and, and other companies. Mm-hmm. And so that's why they set up the corporate venture capital in Silicon Valley, in Israel, or Xinjiang in China, but they don't focus for the Europe. And at the same time, I mean, uh, from us, we see there are a lot of potentiality in Finland and and Sweden and Estonia especially. I mean, entire Nordic and Baltic regions. Uh, for example, Nordic and Baltic has a higher number of startups per capita than any other region except the Silicon Valley. And also the Nordic have a higher share of a billion dollar exit in comparison to GDP than any other region in the world. You have a top tier talent and the both sides for the hardware and the software, and also the great startup ecosystem, and the really really aggressive entrepreneurship. So, that's why we want to make a bridge between well, Nordic and Baltic startup ecosystem and the Japanese big corporate cultures. And, uh, yeah, our hypothesis we may be able to bridge that, and we can contribute for the, for the ecosystem in here. So, that's why we decided to uh, create the Nordic ninjas and focusing for Nordic and the Baltic startup.
0: So you talked about Silicon Valley, you talked about the Nordics. Um, How does, in your opinion, this Greater Helsinki uh, startup scene differ from the other startup hubs in in other parts of the world? So not only the Silicon Valley, but uh, uh, are there any characteristics you would like to point out?
1: Yeah, well, the first of all, people... Can come up with great innovative ideas or concept everywhere in the in the world, so regardless of locations. Uh, but they, they need a lot of support uh, to realize that the the idea or concept. They need to get the seed money. They need to find a I mean partner as a co-founders. They need to have some mentor to get the initial feedback of their concept or, or ideas. So that's why I mean developing an ecosystem is really critical for for the startup. But in Helsinki, I mean, uh, of course, the volume-wise is a little bit different from Silicon Valley's, but in Helsinki, you have everything from my perspective. You have a great ecosystem. For example, you have a lot of accelerator, like Helsinki business have. I mean, it's quite a a proactive accelerator for the startup. And... uh, Maria 01, where we are located in there. Right, yeah. Yes, um, this is a kind of a biggest uh, startup hub. And, uh, well, uh, it's a really nice place, not only for the startup, but also for the venture capital or any other investors to find or to, yeah, to get know each other. So this is kind of, a, I mean, the biggest community in the Nordics. And I also, yeah, Slash. Yeah, definitely Slash is one of the well, most attractive or biggest tech conference in the world. On top of that, feeban. Well, Finnish business engine network is the largest business engine network in the Europe. So, there's a lot of categories and there's a lot of, I mean, the factors which can contribute to the really big um, startup ecosystem. So, from my perspective, well, Finland, the Nordic and the Baltic is really attractive although they compare to the Israel or Silicon Valley.
0: Let's stay on the topic. So, about Nordic Ninja, so you are a deep, tech-focused venture capital fund and your portfolio when I went through that is, that's amazing what you have done. So you have got data analysis in companies such as Logmore and Combinostics and quite a few smart mobility companies like the Swedish-based Einride mm-hmm. or the Estonian Bolt uh, and then the Finnish pioneers, Mas Global, Sensible Four. So what makes them stand out and why did you choose to work exactly with these companies you have on your portfolio?
1: Ah, well, I think that every our portfolio companies is outstanding. They are performing really, really nice. So we believe the team and the technology, the concept of the our portfolio companies will be the potentially, I mean, they were number one in Finland or number one in Europe, and maybe number one in the world. Uh, but re- let me give you an example. Historically, transportation and mobility has been led by, I mean, public sectors. And little by little, I'm partially transforming the ownership uh, from the public sector to the private sector. But still, uh, from my opinion, um, still the smart mobility project cannot be sustainable, cannot be achieved successfully without the cooperation with the municipality or local or central government. In case of the mass global, they launch and. Uh, um, the first world first uh, mass mobility as a service platform we call it the WIM so I'm a heavy user of the WIM and, uh, and the user can subscribe it on a monthly basis and they can use any means of the transportation well, for the every destination but when the public transportation is integrated with WIM on top of the uh, private transportation like a ride-hailing or a cycling or taxi it was needed to change the law and regulation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, I heard that the Finnish central government, local government, Helsinki cities, has done so quickly. That was quite amazing. It takes only one year. It was, it was quite amazing. And also, in, in case of the Sensible 4, uh, they are developing a full-stack software uh, for autonomous vehicle, which can operate in all weather, including uh, heavy snow, fog, and rain. But to test and validate their software, um, they needed to test drive. And they successfully got endorsement from ESPO and Helsinki City. And they started the pilot driving with normal passengers already. So, but they couldn't have achieved if they didn't cooperate with the public sectors. And so my point is that well, both companies uh, well, could share the idea and the vision uh, from the day one together with um, public sectors and they are having the common futures that they want to pursue that is a uh, of course it takes uh, time uh, it needs a extra energy to persuade the public sectors because there's kind of a different motivation different incentives for that right. for startup. but as you can imagine mobility matters for the everybody so th- this is kind of a well, critical factor how the startup can cooperate with the public sectors it's not dis- disrupting for the I mean Public sector models.
0: I would like to stay on the topic of ninjas. Um, If every ninja has a favourite tool their preferred way of doing business, if you will. Uh, what's the special weapon you've got at Nordic Ninja? The kind of uh, sh- super sharp blade that gives you the extra edge in finding the right company to add to your portfolio?
1: I mean, many investors, w- which mean not only the venture capitals, but corporate investors or public investors, they have their own different tools or weapon to support or to add value for their they are portfolio companies. Uh, but one of the uniqueness of the world, Nordic Ninja is of course, uh, well, the connection with Japan. I mean, as I said earlier, the Nordic and the Baltic startup ecosystem is really great. And you have everything. But uh, from my point of view, the missing parts would be the big corporate, I mean, connection with the big corporate and also the market. Well, I understand um, Finland has a an Nokia and uh, Sweden has a Volvo or or Scania or any other big companies uh, uh, but I think that's the, the number of the big corporates is a little bit less and it, of course some startups can be scalable uh, without any cooperation with the big companies but I think it's much easier and to scale up together with the big corporates and, and also together with the big market. So that's why many startups in Finland and uh, and the Nordics need to go to the, I mean, the Pan-Europe or US or, or China to scale up. But I think that we can bring the Japanese market to them. That is the biggest weapon for us. Uh, of course, it's not obligations. And uh, we are fine if, if they can connect with other companies in Asia, like, uh, yeah, Korean companies and Chinese companies, whichever. If it makes sense for them to the scale up together with that. But I think that we can also uh, provide a, the option is Japan.
0: Okay. Yeah. Next, let's do a 101, that uh, meaning a very, very brief introduction to smart cities. Could you, Tomasako, list maybe three reasons why businesses as well as the society? Why do we need smart cities in your opinion?
1: Okay. Um, I don't have a clear answer for the three <laughs> factors or reasons, but... Maybe thinking about, okay, let's start to define the smart cities. Because each person has a different definition of the smart mm, cities. I know. <laughs> Some people think that uh, everything can be connected by IoT and 5G in the smart city. And everybody living in the cities can share any kind of the private data. This is a one case. <laughs> and other people think that's kind of a high-tech city. Where robot and android is running everywhere <laughs> yeah. and serving everything to the to the human being, it's like a Hollywood movie Blade Runner" concept of the city. But I don't have a clear definition too because smart. The definition of the smart is quite big. I a smart um, itself means clean, tidy, intelligent. It's quite big. Uh, but if I needed to say a smart city. Um, Smart city is a city where it contributes for the improving of the quality of the life and the sustainability. Well, um, if the business or society can be built in the smart cities, people living in the smart city does not need to kill their valuable time by the commute or waiting a queue for the kind of public applications and the so that what they may be able to secure the more enough time for what they want to do. And uh, th- this is kind of it's a necessary, not only for the business side, but also for the society. And uh, to it, it's much easier to create some uh, great idea or innovations. So that's why, yeah, that's why I think it's not a but I think that what business and society need a smart city concept.
0: I know the money isn't the... Y- only factor, but I think it's it's still an important one. Mm. How could we make the startup scene more approachable for different kinds of people? How can we ma- have more diversity in the scene? What do you think?
1: Hmm. Uh, well, I-, I think the in- Helsinki already had done a great job. I mean, you have already great diversification in terms of the uh, startup scene. Well, the Finnish can... Have a perfect English skills, and you have a open mindset, and the every startup in Finland is thinking about the global scalability from the day one. This is a total different from like China and maybe the US because they have a big domestic market. So from my prospect, you have already I mean really really great uh, diversification in the startups. But. On top of that, if we see one of the challenging points uh, for the startup scene in Finland or in Helsinki, maybe lacking of the growth money. So, uh, of course, well, startup, uh, depends on the the stage, need a different uh, kind of the money. I understand that there's a lot of great community of the NGO, business NGO, wise, and also uh, CEO investors, early stage investors. But compared to the early-stage investor or business angel network, there is less uh, investors which can contribute, which can provide the gross money for that. So that's why several of uh, what startups in Finland needed to go to the, maybe the UK or mm-hmm. Germany, France right. or, yeah. or the US. But I think that at the same time, now we are living in the new normal, right? So maybe in near future, fundraising also can be done by online. Mm-hmm. So maybe yeah. startup does not need to travel to the U.S. or U.K. or, or Japan, or oh, they don't need to visit uh, to the investors in person. Maybe those kind of a negotiation, the fundraising or pitchings can be online. I mean this kind of a trend will be facilitated. Yeah, I, I think that. So,
0: you're very yeah. right with yeah, with that. Nordic Ninja would have an endless fund. What would the smart city of your dreams look like?
1: Of course, we want to be the best investors in in Nordic in Europe. But of course, the definition of the best will be different for each person. Uh, From my perspective, we want to be the best contributor uh, for the Nordic and Baltic startup ecosystem. And by introducing a new market, by connecting the yeah, it was our Japanese market or Asian market. I want to create some more trust for the, not only for the startup, but also the investor and the startup ecosystem. At the same time, I want to import again this kind of a Nordic or Baltic, really, really great aggressive entrepreneurship to Japan. And yeah, that is my dream. Still, we are on our way to that.
0: My favorite question will be the last question. Okay. Are you ready? This yeah? is hard.
1: Yeah, well, Okay.
0: So when the Finnish national sports team wins a championship, you might have seen that the people from all around the mm-hmm. area, they gather into the market square uh, where there's a statue with a small pool, Javi Samanda is called the statue. So people uh, they go skinny dipping and this is absolutely nuts. Not a good thing to do. It's, uh, it's art piece of art on the market square. So my question to you would be, uh, what would have to happen for you to be that happy and ecstatic that you would do the same? Uh, well,
1: uh, I saw that, that scene, uh, but of course I didn't participate in, in, <laughs> in jumping the pool. But I understand, I completely understand how they were feeling that. Uh, because my favorite sport is not football, but, but the baseball, because baseball is the national sport of Japan. And in 2009, uh, when Japan uh, became the, the champion of the World Baseball Classic in 2009, I was also the shouting, not jumping in the river, not jumping in the pool, but I was shouting in the center of, of the Tokyo. Oh. <laughs> so maybe the next time I will be happy to jump in the, well, the pool or snow, or I will, I will be also happy to, to be shouting in the center of the Helsinki.
0: Looking forward to that. Yeah, that, that's great.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Happy to see that.
0: Thank you, Tomo so Thank so you very so much. much for joining us. And thanks to everyone who listened to the show. You can find us and subscribe to Hell of a Business on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and all your fave podcast
1: apps. Arigato. Thank you Cosas. very much, Kitos. <laughs>